Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy Thursday. We are so close to the end of the week. Things are just flying by. There's so much going on, so much news to discuss. We are so happy to be back here. Hope everyone is having an amazing morning so far. If you're not having an amazing morning, it's not too late to turn it around. You know what they say? Turn the beat around. Love to hit percussions. How are you doing? I'm good. Not as well as you, apparently. Well, actually, I got a lot of DMs yesterday that the energy we brought to the beginning of the show was so fabulous and electrifying. So I thought that we would try to recreate it. I mean, you really can't recreate like natural magic, but that's what I'm trying to do today. Well, that's Claudia. That's beautiful. I so appreciate it. I agree with you. This week is sort of whizzing on by. We're like so close to the end. It's so utterly exciting. Two more days till we sleep in. That's just how I live my life. Like I wake up every morning on the wrong side of the bed because I'm not a morning person and I'm just like three more days till I can sleep in two more days well two more days till we can sleep in but then we're that much closer to Yom Kippur which is obviously devastating obviously but But, you you have to change your perspective because no no, like obviously I'm not looking forward to the fast but I am looking forward to repenting for my sins yeah actually um something about Yom Kippur I think because the day is so hard that it actually makes it really real and I really feel in a lot of ways like it's a totally clean slate for the year and I've just been so aware like since the holiday started like of the things that I do like I really have a gossip problem and it's like it's a really big problem but when it's also like my job and I get paid to do it it's also really hard to stop yeah no it's definitely hard to stop but the other thing I was going to say about this week that I think is just making it like a little bit fantastic and and special is that it's such a regular week. Like this is a week we would have had a year ago. You know what I mean? Yes, we're wearing masks, but I feel like for the first time in a really long time, this is just a regular work week. I I do feel that. And that's exciting. I could see how you could say something like that. Yesterday I went to the Live Method. Wow. Very exciting. So I'm sore today, but I've got to get my shit in check. I am wearing new Toast merch that will be available pretty soon. So... Very exciting. Very I'm, exciting. Wearing, I'm wearing Zara. Oh my God, of course you are. Of course I am. And you're wearing Chanel earrings that Jackie and I, on a random Saturday, a beautiful 2019 Saturday, took our men shopping and forced them to buy us earrings. I have worn the earrings approximately 300 times, and this is the first time I've ever seen you wear them. This is the second time I've worn them, because every time I wear them, then like I lose them for a while, yeah. and then I find them again, and I just really wanted to wear them. And I had this new turtleneck, so I just thought it would be a cute moment. Let me know how it's that went. absolutely sensational. And just a message out there to all the people listening. Um, if you're looking for you know your significant other to buy you something, Chanel earrings are less expensive than you think. Yeah, because they're costumes. So they were like, $300 each, which I feel like is something reasonable you can ask your partner to get for you. For sure. But then it's also like because they're costume, they're actually like $300 too expensive. Yeah, what it's they like are. Claire's. So, you know, you're not getting what you pay for, but you're getting Chanel. Yeah. 
from the love of your life, hopefully. So, yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. I've continued my selling sunset, sunset journey. You finished your journey. I have. As far as I'm, I know. Thus proving that I'm a low life with nothing to do yesterday and, like, you live a busy, fabulous I life. I actually got really busy yesterday and I didn't get to get in bed and watch TV until, like, normal time, mm-hmm. like, 8 o'clock. Um, but I tried to catch up with you as much as I could. So I got through to the episode where Chriselle and Justin are splitsville which was just like a crazy thing to catch on camera and i've been doing a little bit of research because part of me like obviously wants to think that this is like the oh oh my god i have something unbelievable to tell you i'm so glad i remember this i wrote it down but i couldn't remember um literally yesterday we're talking about selling sunset about like the one house in the hollywood hills that we've been to um where we went to a party and like that's how much and that's how much we know about the hollywood hills well so we went to a party there it is owned by a celebrity and i found out through one of my friends in la that that house is being sold next season on selling sunset yep oh my god that is crazy that is so crazy that's so crazy. It, literally, LA is so small. There's so five small. houses. There's five people. So small. Um, so I feel like we should just hold off on recapping because I'm fully done. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah. And tomorrow will just be like Selling Sunset Extravaganza Part 2. Okay. Even though I'm so busy today, I'm going to make time to finish it. I, I probably only have three more episodes. The episodes are also incredibly short and there's only eight in a season and like I respect that I love when Netflix it's respects our time extremely snackable yeah very snackable yeah but we're recording the redheads today right. so if you have questions make sure to email them to the redheads book club at gmail.com I have to put together the outline for the show I'm like running a little behind on that's that okay. but um the book came with reader's guide questions so the oh, that's could, always helpful you don't even know you don't even know like trying to find know. book club questions or make my own up but like I'm terrible so anyway such like a middle-aged housewife let me come up with my book club book club questions no totally but I'm also just like a teacher like planning my lesson yeah like your um what do they call it syllabus my syllabus snatchler learn your uh, lesson you know what the word syllabus like actually gives me PTSD I like <laughs> I haven't heard or said that word in years and I never want to hear it again like like the curriculum was like so hard for me like I was just not like a smart child and like oh my god it just it brings me back to a really dark place like syllabus no but syllabus day what yes. syllabus day? Oh my god, where you just walk, you go to all your classes and you just get your syllabus, like there's no learning to Is do. Is that in college? Yeah. Oh. So you just have like 10 minute classes on the first day, syllabus day. I don't think uh, and I you, had that. And you're just getting your syllabus, so there's no work that you needed to have done that you should have known about. I don't think we had that at NYU. Oh. I mean, it's also... That's a thing. Okay. Syllabus week. Syllabus week. Oh my god, crazy. Okay, so it's very possible like we did have it at NYU because like I said, I wasn't the most engaged but student. it would have been the sort of thing that you actually didn't even show up for, Like you didn't go to. Right. So you didn't get to enjoy like the shorter classes. Right. You know, the feeling of, okay, there's no homework yet. Yeah. Well, actually at NYU, in the first two weeks, they're really, um, don't, you don't have that much class because the uh, you can switch in and out of classes for the first two right, weeks of right, the semester. Right. So we actually used to not go to class until the beginning of the third week because they didn't know. Like, I just couldn't say, like, I just enrolled, you know? Yes, this is true. It is, like, genuinely a miracle that I graduated. Yeah, gen- it's a genuine miracle. Miracles happen. Miracles happen once in a while. That's a great song. It is. You know Selling Sunset has really great songs, too. Okay, so my theory on the music from Selling Sunset is it sounds like it's all sang by the same, like, group. Is it? Do they have, like, one band that they contract to make music? Because it okay, all sounds actually, like Vanderpump Rules LA music. That's a good idea. I actually looked up one of the songs because I wanted to listen to it, so I'll look up another one. There's no way that that's the case because that's... I really good, feel... That's not a job, like, no. making music for one show. Oh, the other thing I was t- trying to say before I remembered the thing about the house 
is that the creators of The Hills are the creators of Selling Sunset. Yes. So part of me now is just like dissecting it. Are they real real estate agents? I know that Mary is because I've Mary's hearing, Instagram. I've been like getting messages and stuff that it's not real. They're actors playing real estate. Like, yeah, I like, don't really care because it's I'm, still a good show. I'm turning a blind eye. Yeah. Turning. But I think I'm going to have a Burrows and Botox themed birthday party. <laughs> Love it. Quinn and out. That was, she's so cute. She's, she's a every, genius. She's everything of the sort. And, and the more I watch, like, the more firm I am in my stance. And people said that we would change third, third, third season. And I just have to say I'm all the way through. And my thoughts on Christine have only not changed. Have but intensified. I, intensified. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I am more sure than ever that she's the queen. Like. Yeah. Okay. So I'll finish it. We'll talk about it. Oh, my God. So I got so many messages of who Amanza is. Vanessa Zor. Jessica Zor. Sorry. Je- Vanessa from Gossip Girl. Alicia Keys. I don't see it, but that's like the grand consensus. Gal Gadot. Yeah. I see that. I said Katie from Potomac. I kind of see that. Very much reminds me of Katie from Potomac. Someone messaged me Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. No. It's really Jessica Zor, like 100%. Yeah. No, but it's also like everyone is literally five people put in one. Oh, yeah, because I also got so many people who thought that Amanda looks like Luann Delisette. Oh my God, I got that too. And I'm like, okay, we, some people have just different eyes. A hundred percent. Because people can, think I'm crazy and I know I know what I saw. Yeah, but like you can see something so wholeheartedly and like really truly in your soul believe it and like nobody agrees that, Sarah Foster. that it's a good comparison. But people agreed with me on Sarah Foster and that picture that you chose for the Instagram was like so unfair because really? you chose a photo where she looked like Christina Aguilera and Erica Jane oh. and that's not a photo that I would have chosen like oh. to say that she looks like Erica. Because when she does that like Dita Von Teese glam sort of look that's not when she looks like Aaron Foster okay well Sarah I just have to say that I like worked so hard looking for a picture like just to try and help your hypothesis be proven like I was I was trying to make it a level playing field oh that's that's so kind of you also uh Christine reminds me of Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy no I saw that too I don't see it at all honestly the more that I watch the more like concrete I am in my belief that she's literally Erica Jane it's so crazy and also she's now season three she's starting to remind me of you're never you're not gonna agree with me at all but I just have to put it out there because it was a vibe like I just have to say what I saw um Natalie Halcrow from Nat and Live oh my god you are so bad at this like no I'm not I'm able to see past hair color by the way, so am I. Literally, her face, her mannerisms are so Erica Jane. In season three, she wears, a, in a few scenes, she does like a really like no makeup makeup look and she looks absolutely stunning and she still literally looks like Erica Jane and Christina Aguilera. Okay, fine. I said what I said. You said what you said. You did. So, let's um, at that. So, as we said, our Selling Sunset recap will be tomorrow. So, <laughs> we will stop talking oh, about it. and you know who Mary reminds me of? Someone awful. Um, you would know her from Entourage, Dana... But I know her from Constance. Unreal. Yes. What? Quinn from Unreal. She just has like that intense energy and the short haircut like running around. What's her name? Constance Zimmerman? I think so. Something like that. She's, she's that agent Dana. Yeah, of course. Um, Dana Gordon. Yeah. She's actually one of my literal favorite characters. That's who she reminds me In Entourage. And now she's also in Shameless. And um, literally one of the worst calls I've ever heard in my life. And a disgrace to calls everywhere. I'm able to see past just the physicality. It's so much more than that. Actually, it's the metaphysicality. When we're comparing like what people look like, it's literally only about the physicality. No, but like some people just have the same energy. It's energy. It's okay. energy. Okay. Okay. 
So I said what I said. Take it or leave it. So there was no TV on last night. Ever since watching Selling Sunset, I literally have not switched back to Input One. Like, I've been on, on my Apple TV so hard. But tonight is the finale of Real Housewives of New York. So I will be on my cable tonight. And Keeping Up with the Kardashians is oh on. I actually have such a busy night tonight. Just, like, so crazy. Back to the good old days. Back to the grind. Back to the grind. That's what us hustlers say. <laughs> I actually, like, to me... People who use the word like grind and hustle like are the least hardworking people <laughs> in the country. Like it's just like gotta get up, there, gotta, gotta gotta grind, gotta hustle. Yeah, gotta like, rise and grind. If you actually spend time working and not talking about how much you're hustling, like I actually think you'd be more successful. Yeah, I actually just like don't vibe with that whole hustle culture. No, like the phrase like rise and grind reminds me of like Robbie Hayes. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like. And I know that there's people who like love those types of podcasts that are like motivational and like those Instagram accounts and they literally are so like motivational that they literally create events like people come like they think like all these events it's literally like a cult like I just I've never been inspired by like hustle culture like just go to work. Yeah yeah I don't know I do feel like that sort of bullshittery is dying down where like those Instagram captions and stuff like but I have been following some inspirational Instagram accounts, and let me tell you, I'm inspired. I'm actually not even kidding. I'm tell always, us some of your favorites. I'm always reading her quotes, th- these quotes that come across my feed. My favorite one is Third Eye Thoughts. Like you know, it'll just you get, always tell me about it. Let me just it'll just it. get you in your thoughts, and it's not. It's yeah, it's inspirational quotes, but like not live Lame. laugh love like you're used to. Like they're not, you know, they don't rhyme, and they're just thoughts. Followed Third, Third Eye Thoughts. thoughts. Check it out. Let me read one. Someone who acts like they hate you will never love you. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally just, cho- just choosing like random ones. Okay. Take a moment to stop and celebrate how far you've already come. Savor it. Be proud. You have done amazingly well and you deserve to pause and just feel good about it. That's so true. I actually love that. Yeah, there's just so many good nuggets there. So check it out. Check it out. Um, so lots of news to discuss. I think we should just... I think we should just jump right in head first. Head first. Into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And unfortunately, I got a call from my doctor. My RDH is back. Mm. Um, but they did said that they, they said that there's a cure. And the cure is letting absolutely everyone on the planet know that today's episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. You all probably know Liquid IV for their popular hydration mix. And they've just launched their newest line, the Energy Multiplier. With roughly 100 milligrams of clean caffeine, it is the perfect coffee replacement and an all-natural alternative to processed energy drinks for a sustained energy boost throughout the day. So if you're groggy when you wake up and coffee isn't your jam or you're trying to like wean off coffee, I've actually never been into coffee. I've tried like over the years to get into it, but it's just not my thing. Um, and I've been using the Energy Multiplier in energy multiplier since we told you guys about it like a few months ago and I feel like it's just a perfect replacement for me and people who are trying to get off caffeine um and if you are like a groggy morning person I think that this actually might be the product for you over half of Americans report that they struggle with daily fatigue some of those signs can include decreased focus a lack of motivation poor mood so with the liquid IV energy multiplier you can upgrade your vibe and reach your constant state of awesome they have premium matcha and green energy blend they taste delicious and provide a lasting energy boost throughout the day it's a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks and coffee and liquid IV has no artificial flavors or preservatives um it's extremely it comes in extremely convenient packaging and 
It can power your morning, fuel long days at work, and provide a boost for those tough workouts. Liquid IV is also on a mission to change the world. They're donating 3.7 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. So with your purchase, you can know that your money is actually doing some good as well, which is also fabulous. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco. You can also get 25% off if you go to liquidiv.com and use the code TOAST at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code TOAST at liquid iv.com start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com promo code toast sign on fuel your adventures fuel them okay first story some very happy news Gigi Hadid is a mom the supermodel welcomes a baby girl with boyfriend Zayn Malik Gigi and Zayn are parents they welcome their first child together Zayn announced on Wednesday he wrote our baby girl is here healthy and beautiful to try to put into words how I am feeling right now would be an impossible task um Okay, so I feel like this happened really fast, like just the whole pregnancy, because she wasn't like sharing that much. So I just kind of had forgotten about it. Yeah, I don't know. It actually doesn't feel so fast because I feel like she was one of the earlier quarantine pregnancy announcements. And now like we've been in quarantine for seven months. And uh, yeah, that's plus true. Two. Baby. I mean, the thing with um, with just like the world right now is, you know, a year ago, maybe a little over, like we were reporting on her and Tyler Cameron. So it's just like we have come so wow. far. Wow, you're going you're gonna to go there. And I just feel like quarantine, and I was having this discussion like with my friends um, when we went to dinner this week, just talking about how like people's priorities have really, really shifted. And quarantine has really made people like see what's important. I feel like a lot of people are like settling down more. There were a lot of quarantine pregnancies. And so this is just proof like so much can change in two years. Yeah, in one year. Yeah, I don't remember when like no, they it, were dating. It but. does. It was like the old studio. Right. But... It was like fall. I literally think it was this time last year. Crazy. I think it was like August. Crazy. Really crazy. I'm really happy for them. There was like speculation that she had had her baby and people were predicting, but I'm glad that they shared it in their own time. And I look forward to seeing this beautiful baby. What I thought was interesting was that like the actual announcement was on Zane's Twitter. Um, And I feel like that's just uncommon, like for the husband or the man to make the announcement and not the mom. But... They've always done their own thing, and I feel like they're going to continue to do that. Yeah. I'm curious what the baby's name is going to be. I know. I'm really interested. This baby has great nails. That's what everyone was pretty much commenting on. Zane put up a picture of him holding the baby's hand, and, like, the baby literally has acrylic nails. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, she has a French manicure. Yeah. Like, but natural. Very lovely. Very yeah. nice. So it's really sweet. They're, like, um, they're, like... Like, all grown up, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like when they first started dating, they were, like, kids, and there was, like, all the drama, Joe, Jonas, One Direction, like, all that drama. But now they're just, like, adults. I feel old. Because, like, we're their age. Yes. And I don't have a baby. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. No, it's very exciting, happy news. Happy news for the couple. Some more happy news? Mm. Lizzo lands her first Vogue cover. She looks, like, literally so beautiful. We'll post it on our Instagram it's just like Stunning. so simple. Like I feel like a lot of the times when she does red carpets or um, photo shoots, like it's a lot of like outfits and purses and makeup. And this is just like simple red dress. She looks so glamorous. So glamorous. Thanks to her stage presence, lyrics, and overall attitude to life, not to mention her famous flute, Liz- Lizzo <laughs> has become a global success story and now she's being celebrated with her first Vogue cover feature. The 32-year-old performer graces the October issue in a ruffled scarlet frock by Valentino. The Detroit-born star was styled for her appearance by fashion director and stylist Carlos Nazario and photo 
photographed by music video director and multi-hyphenate producer Hype Williams. The interview was conducted by Jamaican-American poet, essayist, playwright Claudia Rankine. It was me. It was Claudia. And Lizzo also enlisted her go-to glam squad, Alex Mayo, for makeup and Shelby Swain for hair. This is perhaps the first time in the magazine's history where all talent and creative involved in the cover shoot are BIPOC. Wow. I mean, okay, so first of all, I just... As, like, a chubby girl, like, Lizzo is, like, my leader. And to see someone who, like, looks like you on the cover of Vogue, like, this is just unheard of Vogue. Like, they're so not like that. And I just love Lizzo, like, breaking down walls, breaking barriers. And, like, it's just so fabulous. And she's so deserving. Like, her success is crazy. Like, she was living in her car two years ago. Like, she's had unbelievable success. And this is just, like, so crazy. This is stunning. It's so crazy. Yeah. Really, really it's like it's an iconic cover yes it's very like old hollywood glamour and i feel like i mean especially now with you know people doing at home photo shoots for magazine covers it's been a while since we got like a show-stopping cover but it's i feel like it's also been a while since we've gotten an iconic cover where we're gonna look back on this for so long yeah no this is definitely like a really really big deal like for everyone yeah also a vogue cover comes with um 73 questions oh yeah so lizzo has a 73 questions video we haven't watched it yet but i'm so i think it's i think it's gonna be great and all the cover stars get 73 questions and it's always really interesting but vogue also does like 73 questions with like a bunch of other people and they're just like like boring actresses and like to be honest it's cool to see the inside of their house but like their answers are so lame like it kills me and like I have a feeling Lizzo's will be incredibly interesting and not boring and for that we have no choice but to stand no choice but to stand also speaking of Vogue I saw Addison Rae did like one of those um bathroom mirror like makeup skin things I you told me which is so crazy and she's also announced yesterday she's gonna be on Ellen today that that sounds so crazy to me that she did one of those videos like I honestly and I think she's so deserving and I want to watch it and I think she's great at makeup. But I feel like they give those videos to everyone and then even sometimes they slap a French Vogue on there yeah. to give it to someone even, you know, smaller. I guess it's just like, I, I think it's so crazy because, I don't know, I just, it's one thing to be like so viral and it's another thing to be so famous. And I feel like over the last few months, like Addison Rae has like officially transitioned from like a viral star to like a tic- uh, to a celebrity and it's just crazy to see like all these traditional things happening for her and I by the way I love her and I'm so here for her and I actually think she's a really really good role model for kids agreed but if Vogue and this is like one of their biggest digital series is this makeup thing and they do try and stay current yeah and you know keep up with the kids and if they're not doing it with Addison Rae then yeah. what, what are, are they you doing? doing yeah I'm very curious to see her on Ellen today yes I'm curious to hear what you have. I'm curious for you to watch it and let me know what happened. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I wasn't going to be watching Ellen anymore, but she pulled me back in. Wow, she pulled you back in. She did. Interesting. I mean, I'm not going to like turn on my TV like a sociopath. I'll watch it online. Okay. Ellen Tube. Okay, next story. Kristen Cavallari breaks her silence on her divorce from Jay Cutler. Oh, I didn't hear this. Quote, the hardest decision I've ever made. So Kristen Cavallari is, I think, on the cover of People this month. She's talking to people exclusively all about what happened with her and Jay. She said that they had been struggling privately for years and they made a conscious effort to keep their marriage woes hidden. She said, I always thought it was interesting when people would refer to us as couple goals. Mm -hmm. She was like, if you guys only knew. (laughs) As their marriage hit a crisis point during filming last season, we definitely kept a lot of stuff private, she says. Producers saw stuff, but they didn't put it in the show, which is good because I don't want my kids to ever see that. Yeah. 
While their split seemingly came out of the blue, it didn't happen overnight, she says. We tried really, really hard for years and years. It was the hardest decision I ever made. I still care about him so much and talk to him almost every day. We have three kids together. He's going to be in my life forever. I mean, like, to me, I feel I might be unique in, in this feeling where it's like, I don't think that celebrities owe us an explanation on absolutely everything that goes on in their lives. And I, I do think probably she did this for like, you know, good press and stuff. But like, it feels weird. Like, I don't really need to know what happened in your marriage. Like, it's almost like information. It's like a little too intimate for me. And she's like spreading it all for this spread. Well, she's not spreading it all. I think she, I like, not to be so like, cynical but I, I'm sure she got a huge payday yeah. for this People magazine article to talk about her relationship I think for a lot of people you know who watch the show Jay and Kristen are couple goals and then all the, they were in the Bahamas and the next day right, they're getting they divorced and like it, it didn't add up so people even though I agree like we don't no one owes us celebrities don't owe the public an explanation on absolutely everything and sometimes i I feel like when people demand it it's like so rude yeah but obviously people are curious and yeah and they had a reality show so like that's the world that they're in but i just i I think i consider them to be a little bit more famous than they actually are just because like he's so successful and like she's like part of an iconic show like i don't think of them as like reality tv like trash like i do the rest of these people you know yes i agree with that and she also said that that's why she's like glad to not be doing another season of her show because it would have to be about what happened and right. like she doesn't want her kids to like see her talking shit about their dad I agree it's really amazing how she really does everything and I know well, most people and celebrities try and do this but like she does everything like to protect her children yeah. and like that they she had a popular show for three years and we've never seen them mm-hmm. like she won't even do a next season of the show because it would mean you know speaking ill of their dad right I really respect it. Me too. I actually think um, there are very few people who have actually hidden like what their kids like look like. And like Sonya, the fact that Sonya Morgan has never once shown her kid on the show, not through her own choice, because I'm sure the Morgans don't let her. But like the fact that we literally don't even know what she looks like is so crazy. Same with Bethany. Yeah. No, I mean, it's. I think it's really great if you can. It's res- like, I have a ton of respect for the people who choose to do it and who can pull it off. Yeah. And Kristen Cavallari has really pulled it off while also like bearing all for, for television, which is, which is a lot. Yeah. So I wonder if she'll join the reboot of the Hills. Probably not. You don't go really? for your own show. And also I she think just she bought a house it. in Nashville, so she doesn't oh. even live in LA. Also, what's so crazy is like, I'm reading this article and it's like, you know, five months ago they announced their split and that's like five months ago already. That literally feels like last month. And that's five months of our life. Like we will literally never, ever, ever get back. Five months of our life with nothing to show for it. Nothing. So sad. So sad. It's sad when quarantine news like develops and you remember where you were when you first heard it because it feels like yesterday, but it was like low key March. Yeah, it is. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Next story, some happy couple news. Emma Stone is married to Dave McRae. What? I didn't see this. Emma Stone and Dave McRae are married after photos of them surfaced this week showing the couple wearing matching gold bands. A source told Page Six they have definitely tied the knot. Oh, so there's no like Vogue pictures or anything? No, but they had previously postponed their March wedding amid the pandemic. Mm. And I guess at some point between then and now, they made it official. And who was he? Unclear. What's his name? Dave McRae. It's a lucky man, Dave McRae. He's a former segment director on SNL. Former segment director. Okay. I, I mean, wonder if they met on the set there. Little maybe. Scarlett and Colin. Oh, I, I wonder if them. they double date. Um, okay, this is interesting. I literally didn't even know she had a boyfriend. So good for her. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of people who are like going to be disappointed by this because I think a lot of like 
millennia like movie buffs like live for her and Ryan Gosling like they're always in movies together I did like that's so funny because if you have said to me like who would you, who are we living for her with I wouldn't have even known I think I mean I don't I respect his relationship with Eva but I think a lot of people like ship them oh I don't I feel like most people would ship Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams I mean like 15 years ago but like we've got to move on yeah, but what, we shipped them from La La Land? And they, they've done a few movies together. They have. Crazy, Stupid Love. Right. There was like four years where like every year they did a movie together. And it was kind of like La La, not La La, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, where it was like, you stand, you ship the couple. But yes. they just did it year after year. Yeah, but it was also like Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, yes. where they de- like did a lot of movies together. And it's yeah. like... I feel like Jennifer Lawrence didn't like Bradley Cooper, but he liked her. Like, that was just a vibe that I got. I have no information. I just, <laughs> I just read people's body language, and that was the vibe that I got. Like, I actually think she's genuinely too good for him. You think so? Yeah. I think that they would be great together. No. I, I just, I, I, I didn't get the vibe at all. Like, actually, I was on a plane with her once. I actually attended a wedding that she was at, and I could just tell from her energy. She was telling me telepathically. She, I Bradley Cooper wanted this, and he, Cooper. and he didn't get it. I don't know. She just, that's what I read. Like, Okay. And you know, I'm not saying it's correct, but I'm also not saying it's incorrect. Got it. That was just how I read the situation. Okay. And I'm very intuitive. You are. That you are. Very. Okay. Well, fifth and final story are two Real Housewives bits of news. Just going to close the book on some things we've been talking about. And I, I am Housewives fatigued now. Um, I'm, I am, but I was interested in the follow-up on especially one of these stories. There's, sub, there's A and B. Okay. A. Leah McSweeney bumped $10,000 per episode for her second year on Roni. Which is what, as we said, is a reasonable Bump. salary for someone of her stature. What was her salary before? Do you 3000 Yeah. And they probably offered five. And she landed at ten. And that's why you negotiate, ladies. Know your worth. Yes. I'm and very- hopefully this will elevate everything about her life. You know, from her apartment to just the overall, you know, the finishings in her house. Like, just overall, I'm hoping that. For better finishings. Yeah, for better for better hardware. Also, so we could put that to bed. Okay. Happy to see her get what she deserves and that she'll be back season two of Leah. Season 50 of, of Housewives. Roni. Chris Jenner says she's not joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Quote, no. There's just too much going on in my life. But Kathy Hilton, I saw this on like a comments by celebs page. And by the way, the comments by celebs starter uh, founders are on Lauren Elizabeth's podcast. And Lauren said it was an amazing episode. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. So check that out. But um, they pointed out like someone left a comment on Kathy Hilton's page of like about housewives. And she said, I'm thinking about it. <sighs> that bothers me. But that means the conversations like are true. Like it's being had. You think? Or maybe she's like thinking about calling them. Maybe she saw you know the demand for her and so she's thinking about calling them up and and asking for an audition but I do think that they've definitely been in communication with her like via Kyle and I actually think like if she joined Housewives like it would bother Kyle it would be like a Melissa and Teresa situation oh I think so too territorial for the spotlight Kyle you know feels like she built the show and it would be it would be good I think so too but this is what Chris had to say um about going on Beverly Hills. She said, I think I would do it just to go on once in a while and be with my friend Kyle Richards. But as far as me doing a show like that regularly, regularly, there's just too much going on in my life and they do not need a Kris Jenner on that show. They are doing just fine. Yeah, I mean, hypothetically, would I love to see Kris Jenner on Bravo? Yes. But I never thought this was a real... Yeah. 
But so for everyone situation. who's like holding out hope, just wanted to let you know um, your dreams have been crushed. Yeah. But maybe she'll continue to like show up to Kyle's Friend events of and then we can like have her in the same frame as Erica Jane. Yeah. And that's just, that's just fun. I mean, I'm realistic. I literally never thought that this was an actual possibility. Like to, that was, it was never coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. But people out there maybe, you know, were delusional and thought that, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I did not either. So I'm really hoping that, you know, now that each franchise is cementing their next cast, we can move on. Yeah, I just think there's been a lot of Housewives news because it's like a real transitional period in Housewives history. Like OGs being let go and it's just um, all converging like at the same time. Yeah. And that's what it is. And that's what it is. So... Okay, (laughs) we have uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Real Housewives of New York City recap for you tomorrow. There was no TV on last night, so I believe that's the end of our show. I believe that's the end of our show. I need to go home and watch Selling Sunset to finish it by tomorrow so that we can really go in on our thoughts. Yes. And get ready for the Redheads Book Club. You know it's never too late to join the episode. doesn't drop till next week. Are you okay? I'm just like burpy and emotional. (laughs) (laughs) And emotional. Um, the episode doesn't drop till next week, so you actually have, like, the full week. You can read the book. It's so – if you love The Morning Toast, like, you will love this book because it's all about early 2000s girl band living. Mm. And it's it was a trip down memory lane for sure. For sure. Um, also, tons of new episodes of all of our TNN oh, and, and, show. And the book is called – Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> the unra- No, I, I forgot. The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes by Alyssa Sloan. Um all of our TNN shows have new episodes this week. Margaret Josephs, Raven Alexis, Lauren, and The Snatch Show returns in October with the new season of The Bachelor. So it's never been a better time to follow Toast News Network on Instagram to keep up with all the latest TNN news. And with that, I bid you adieu. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast and Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast-sized stories that you need to know every morning, Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. We are also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, CastBox. We are now newly available on Amazon Music. So find us wherever you find your podcast, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday. Bye. Woo-hoo! Goodbye. 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 goodbye.